Welcome to the Freaking Geeks Podcast, the flagship podcast of Freaking Geeks Media. In this podcast, hosts Michael, Sarah, and Barry crank the geekiness to 11, covering everything from movies and television to pop culture, video games, books, and so much more. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The podcast is produced each week, so feel free to add us to your favorite RSS feed or on iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. The links will be in the show notes. Okay, now it's time to start the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and with me are my two co-hosts, Sarah and Raker. Hey, hey. Oh, I consider myself a special co-host, actually. <laughs> oh, you're special. This yeah. is a special evening, listeners, so prepare yourselves. Wait, are you yeah, announcing even we don't you, know what's happened. Are you announcing your retirement? That- well... To to your dismay, Michael. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm so been... sad. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, do you have a cell phone nearby? Yes. Okay. Does nine one one work up there in Canada? <laughs> Is it still the yeah, same up there? Okay. It's one one nine. No, I'm just, just kidding. It's nine. <laughs> it's nine one one A. <laughs> e- 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 after. Um, okay, because you're going to need it. So, and listeners, I just hope this, I hope you're aware this might be, after this evening, this might be Sarah's last episode. I will cut she, you. She, she, she may not make it through tonight's episode. No. Oh, no. It, it, nope. This so is going to be Let us continue scary. on that now that everyone is in suspense. Let us continue with this movie underwater. All right. <laughs> so, oh, but before we do, oh, Geek Speak. Michael? Uh, yeah, let's do Geek Speak. So you want yeah, real to quick. talk about Morbius. Yeah, Morbius. I'm the resident comic geek. Um, at least I consider myself resident comic geek. Uh, for anyone like that's seen the Morbius. Yeah, thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> for anyone that saw the Morbius trailer, uh, I think it looks pretty good. It does. You, yeah, right? I mean, finally, I think Jared Leto has been cast in the right comic Art? character yeah yeah i mean i never had an issue DC with his... gone to marvel yeah i never had an issue with his joker i i thought i liked his gangster style joker i did i really did yeah it I mean, was I'm... entirely different yeah and I, I thought he did it well but i think i think this movie's gonna be real fun this morbius movie and uh and i love the way you can tell it's tied to the mcu or at least the spider-man universe if yeah. you will so no it just it just was really sweet you know it has hints of you know venom and blade even you know what i mean like outside of the character himself you know being dark and vampiric or whatever uh but you know what i mean just like the tone just like the color palette even by watching the trailer it's like i could almost see both of those movies intertwined in it yeah if you didn't have the marvel logo you might think it's dc because of the dark color yeah yeah so it's gonna be interesting for marvel to keep track yeah, I think I think so too. I think you know finally the Sony verse is uh, developing quite well. If you you know as an offshoot of the Marvel part, you know what I mean? Yeah, the non Disney. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it does so, look good. I, I enjoyed I hopes, it. I I, hopes. I had uh, people at work that are big comic book guys as well, and they were super excited about the, the trailer. Yeah, um, I I thought it was yeah. great. Yeah, it looks good. Um, I mean we. You Hopefully. know how we always talk, like Iron Man, when he first came out, you know, he's 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 definitely a B character, right? You know, he was prior yeah. to yeah. Oh, yeah, Avengers yeah. and 
the movie. He was a B character in the Marvel universe, you know. If he's a B character, Morbius is like a D character. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like he, you know, outside of people that like are hardcore Spider Man, like Morbius is pretty much a, you know, you don't see a lot of Morbius crossover stuff. Not a lot. I mean, I know he's crossed over into a couple of their books, obviously, but you know what I mean. It's definitely not. You know, he's he's definitely a D character, not yeah, I, not for not being a good character, just for just straight up popularity. I, yeah. I mean, my my experience with him, to be honest, was the Spider-Man uh, cartoon back in the 90s. Ah, yeah. OK. Yes. You know, that's Mine why too. I mean, I remember multiple episodes concerning Morbius. I thought it was I, I thought it was a great character. But granted, it was just that. But yeah, right. I, and if they could take that character and turn him into something, you know, popular, even moderately popular, like. I would say if they could take a comparable Marvel character, it would probably be like Ant Man, right? Yeah, right? there you go. So if they could take that character and even give him like you know some moderate amount of popularity, like they've done with Ant Man, yep. uh, I yeah. think that would be a success. Yep, I 100 percent agree. I think it's gonna, you know, I think it's gonna be a good movie. I think it's it's gonna do well box office. I think it'll keep the Marvel, you know, 500 million plus. <laughs> record going <laughs> you know 500 but, mil yeah the, the, the low bar for marvel <laughs> you know 500 mil geez what yeah, a stinker you have what that for a, breakfast <laughs> what is what a stinker yeah <laughs> hasn't reached a billion it's not part of our top tier <laughs> right yeah we might not we may never have jared leto over again mm. <laughs> right uh, or jared leto. But no or that's jared. that's really about it i mean i think yeah. that's probably the biggest news and geekdom this week yeah yeah, de- yeah definitely absolutely. that's a, that's about it yes yeah, that was pretty big it was january so not much yeah it on. is the month of yeah dropping I mean, not a whole dropping, lot going on speaking about the month of dropping movies that uh apparently didn't I'll cut you didn't deserve to be <laughs> you know dropped in other portions of the year uh we have underwater so there we go we do. um we do so uh yeah, this this movie underwater, uh, Sarah. I remember you talking about this a while back. You yeah. were thinking about you know uh, us reviewing this. Uh, so this is your pick. Uh, here and, I am, and yeah, and, and here we are. So uh, this movie uh, came out uh, January tenth of uh, this year. Uh, it was written by Brian Duffield and Adam Kazad. It was directed by William Eubank with a runtime of an hour and thirty five minutes. Budget of eighty million, uh, box office so far. Uh, I know this is bad. Eight point seven million domestic, seven point five million foreign for a massive sixteen point two, sixteen point two global. Uh, Huge overhaul. Huge overhaul. Yeah. Uh, Kristen it was Stewart filmed in like twenty seventeen. Yeah. Which is strange. That only came out now. About two and a half. That's yeah, crazy. Years, it's only made sixteen point two million over. Two or three years. It's amazing how that happens. <laughs> yeah. It's uh cast is Christ- gathering interest. Kristen Stewart, <laughs> TJ Miller, Vincent Castle, and Jessica Henwick. Yeah. Solid um, cast before TJ Miller yep. got in trouble. You as know? well I mean, as like- uh yeah, John Gallagher Jr. as well was the other mm-hmm. cast member. Oh yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Yep. Yes, he was. He's a good actor. I really like him. Sarah Sarah and I uh reviewed Hush. Uh, a few months ago, ah, and okay. on Netflix, and that and is him. That's him. <laughs> that's the guy who did the thing. Yep, that's him. That's why yeah. I remember the name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Rake. If you haven't seen Hush yet, I, I highly recommend. I think it. I have. Okay. Uh, is it? Is it? 
How old is it? Uh, maybe four years old. I, I'm, maybe. I'm almost positive I have. I'm kind of a movie guy. It's a big. It's a. It's a. Yeah, it's a. 2016. 2016. Yep. Yeah, huh. it's fantastic. Yeah, the, the, oh, really? The, the protagonist is a woman. She's a writer. Uh, right, she's the one that gets stuck in her own house. But she's mute. But she's deaf. Uh, she, and mute. Yeah, and oh. mute. And mute. And it, someone wants to kill oh, her. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. All right. So check it out. All right. Yep. Yeah, it's on Netflix. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna yep. have to check it out. Yep. All right. All right. Done so um, plot synopsis: A crew of aquatic researchers work to get to safety after an earthquake devastates their subterranean laboratory, but the crew has more than the ocean seabed to fear. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, why don't we do the one sentence view, uh, Sarah? Yeah. Sarah, why don't you start us off? Okay. Uh, my one sentence review is that this movie shows us the right amount of depth needed without wasting time. While it's fast paced, it doesn't feel rushed, and it's brought up several notches in greatness by its wonderful cast members. And yeah, I'm that, pumping this up. <laughs> and that's it for tonight's episode, folks. Uh, her 8,000 sentence review is officially wow. over. It's just like a thousand words. Yeah, so I do, what I do, do like, run-ons on occasion. Write a novel for that one sentence review? Come on. Yeah. Jeez. Iliad. She's got the Iliad over there. Um, I cut out the paragraph about Chris and Stewart. <laughs> ah. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. Would you I like mine, Michael? Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's not not quite as long as Sarah's, mind you. Okay. Good old fashioned Lovecraftian fun. Yes. Yes, <laughs> okay. I can't wait to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um. All right. My here we is, go. The downer. Uh, thrilling at times, but highly derivative. Underwater suffers from thin characters and too little runtime. Wow. He's so mean, lately. He is, but sometimes he speaks truth. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah. he, he's not wrong he's not wrong yeah he just forgets to add the nice things too, oh sorry sometimes. sorry i'll add some nice like, things i do have look i like, do actually I like do the have, word fun and i do have i do have nice things actually to say about this movie good. i have complaints so do i i have a lot of complaints so but I. I have a lot of nice things to say because i do think there I are do. good things as do i i'm, I'm excited yeah. don't worry. i definitely have some complaints too yeah but, but i oh yeah um, all right all right let's talk about this um <laughs> So, first off, um, I'm trying to think. Where do we want to start? Do we want to start out with the general plot of this I, movie, I, or, or what do you want to start out with? No, go ahead. Go ahead and go over the start plot. Off with the okay. So, over the plot. So the uh, what I one of the things I do like uh, is that the movie gets us right into the action pretty quickly. Uh, we don't have a lot of those setup scenes, which I personally think would, would have been nice, at least to a degree, um, where we kind of learn a little bit more about the characters. Um, if you're not going to do that, though, you do need to use scenes throughout the movie to flesh out the characters, uh, which they don't really do much. Um, but we'll get to that later. Uh, I'll expand on that. But the plot for this basically is this this company is drilling uh, in the seabed. Right. And uh, there's an earthquake. Um, so, of course, everything goes haywire. Uh, there's, you know, this big explosions everywhere. Uh, characters get thrown left and right. Uh, Kristen Stewart's character is just, you know, trying to get to safety, some level of safety, waking people up, getting people out. 
Um, and then, you know, they managed to, there's like a handful of people that survive all this. And eventually they, they end up coming into contact with creatures, these, these kind of blind aquatic creatures that look like, cross between a squid and a human i guess uh, and maybe they're very the... um lovecraftian yeah they're, yeah there's also yeah. this cryptid that's been like photographed around like the world especially in antarctica i can't remember the name of it but it looks like that it's quite a famous cryptid but it's yeah, very much like say... that pale skin yeah, humanoid buddy. A buddy of mine that I went with who doesn't stand me up at movies like some friends I have, um, <laughs> he uh, he actually said that they were based off of, you know what I mean, an actual type of creature. You know what I mean, that they find at the bottom of the ocean. Hmm. Is, that, okay. is that accurate? Does that sound right? Or? Yeah, it sounds right. Okay, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, and they were creepy. Like, yeah, they were. They part were. of the creepiest part of this movie. Uh, especially, yeah. like, we'll get into it, but especially, like, the hall scene uh, when they're getting, like, to that one base where it's her yeah. and Emily. Yeah. yeah that was like probably that. my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, they're creepy. They're well done. I think when they keep yes, them... They are. When they keep them in the darkness, um, when they aren't... When they're kind of on the edge of people's vision, I, I mean, as with a lot of creatures, and I think this is just generally... Something. I mean, I don't care what movie. The, the less you see of a creature, the better. Because I alien. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yep. it's just it just exactly. is. It works, and I don't care if it's a horror movie it if it, with a with a serial killer or uh, with or a creature or a Pixar. Yeah, or a Pixar yeah. movie. You know, any anything where you have a creature a that can't be seen, or a killer that can't so. be seen, it ends up. Uh, it's better whenever you don't see it because then you have real tension, you know, it's not right in front yeah. of the character. Um, yeah. And they do that well enough for a chunk of this movie. Uh, yeah. So then basically it's just these characters having to get in these suits and they've got to get from, you know, one portion of the base to the next be, yeah. in order to, to survive. The odds of course stacked against them and on the way they yeah. end up encountering the creatures, people get killed and they're battling they're battling nature i mean that being that far underneath water like mm-hmm. what you know what's more dangerous you know what i mean like yep. the thought that all it takes is one little pinhole mm-hmm. yeah you... like you're not just fighting against all this pressure but now you're fighting against like you have to act yeah. something under all like this literal water pressure yeah <laughs> thank you right yeah it was, I, I love the uh outfits the, the suits are great yeah suits yep. were great Yep, Chunk of money nice. went into those boys. Yes, that's did. probably where the seventy million of the eighty million came from. <laughs> right. um, yeah. So, so look, the um, you know they they obviously have to face these creatures. Uh, there ends up being like a much bigger Cthulhu kind of creature yeah, at the very end. Very Cthulhu esque. Um, yeah. You know, and and before I go any further, I want to I want to pause the question because I, I don't know. This just oh. popped in my head. All right. I almost kind of wish that this was. A Cloverfield movie. It could wow. have been. And think about this. To it. Now, if I remember correctly, and it's been a while since I've wow. seen Cloverfield, but I seem to remember in Cloverfield. T.J. Miller. Well, yes, he was in that movie, so I guess that probably wouldn't. See, maybe work this quite is. So maybe well. this is the uh, sequel. Right, the true sequel. Well, <laughs> what I was thinking was, I think if I'm not mistaken, in. In Cloverfield, it came out of the water. 
right? It was it was it came out of the of like the harbor in New York City. Yeah. So wouldn't it have been this would be kind of funny if this was a prequel where the first interaction that anybody ever had with the creature from Cloverfield was this movie right here. Everybody One thing dies, I'll say about that, Michael, I huh? think that's great thinking. Yeah. I think it's much better than the Cloverfield paradox. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was god awful. Yeah, that was terrible. So no, but that's that. Is, you're right. That'd have been that'd be pretty cool if they would have somehow would have tied them. Smart. It's kind of like yeah. the, the prequel they had to um, the thing. Remember the one they yeah, had a few years ago, um, where like we get to see what happened in the other base. Um, and again, mm. it's not. I mean. That's just a thought that popped in my head. Like this creature kind of looks, to a certain extent, yeah. like the creature from Cloverfield. It does not entirely, but enough. Uh, but even had it even had those well, it even had those parasites like in Cloverfield. The parasites yeah. that dropped off. These things were like same thing, like kind of like these parasitic creatures that fall off the the monster. Yeah. So it had a very clever. That's what made me think of it. I was like, wow, that's kind of like Cloverfield. My so God, how huge was this monster? Oh, massive. I mean, it was like God's, this it, thing was like Godzilla size. It's probably about the yeah. size of the Cloverfield monster. I mean, they're all about yeah. the same size, really. Yeah, they're huge. So, but ultimately, this, this, you know, the, this, the people that make it, which are um, uh, Kristen Stewart, uh, Jessica Hardwick, I can't think of the characters' names right now. Uh, Nora, Nora and Emily. Nora, which is oh, yeah. Stewart's character. And then. Um, Jessica, Emily's yeah. Jessica Henwick. And then John Gall- Gallagher Jr. Um, Smith. Smith, yes. He yep. makes it. Like, they all make it right to safety, kind of. There's escape pods. There's only two uh, two out of three are functioning, which means um, Stuart and or Nora ends up being the one that stays behind, forcing the other two to go. And then, of course, yep. she ends up uh, blowing everything up because these the creatures, the parasitic creatures are yeah, very, aiming for the pods. Very cliche. Yeah. Very cliche. Yeah. That was the one part I felt it was like that had to be rushed. Like they had to just run out of money or something like that and just had to close it. Cause it just it didn't feel like it fit with the rest of the movie. And I didn't like you know the big boy coming out of the <laughs> out of the yeah. deep. And yeah it would have been cool if they would have been like kind of there'd been a couple little hints about the big boy. You know what I mean? That would have been like, man, there must be something even bigger down here. You know what I mean? Like even if they just would have yeah thought that or made you know an aside about it at some point yeah and it was creepy to see like the shadows of its face but you should have left it there it shouldn't have come out any further and shouldn't have looked like cthulhu yeah. i mean the thing had freaking abs i'm just like okay that just went really yeah like if you're gonna go lovecraftian you gotta start lovecraftian <laughs> like don't just end it that way yeah, it's, it's almost like lovecraftian meets the kraken yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. It just didn't it would have been nice to see like a unique creature too, something that didn't look like anything else. Well, well let's yeah. let's start with the well, let's do, let's start with the positives about the general story. I mean, is there anything you guys yeah. want to? Can, to can I can I can I start with this? Yeah, go ahead. And Sarah, are you near a phone? Are you near a phone? <laughs> I'm brave. I <laughs> I genuinely thoroughly enjoyed Kristen Stewart in this movie. Right. Whoa. Are you serious, Raker? I'm I'm dead serious. Like, I have been anti-Kristen Stewart for a very long time. And not just because Sarah likes her. (laughs) Um, But, like, 
for real, like I was very pleased. I mean, she didn't have the deepest character, obviously. Uh, but you know what? Like I was completely cool with her in this role and this movie. Like I'm almost like wanting to see her in another, you know, badass chick flick. Yeah, she's for real. Good at that role. Well, I I guess so. Can I I, I, I say, was can I, say I was something? actually I've turned a corner. Okay. I've turned a corner. I'm pretty impressed with Kristen Stewart, even though this movie is definitely not an Oscar worthy or any, you know, I mean, no one's ever going to be talking about her great performance in underwater, but I will say like, I, you know, as an entertaining movie, I was very pleased with her character. I mean, yes, yeah. there it is. She was great. I, I think, I said it. um, I, I want to say this too. Uh, there, I thought her performance there? was outstanding. Still there? Yes, yeah, she she hasn't oh, died okay. of a heart attack, by the way. I thought she, yeah, I thought that was it. For I'm her. gonna, you know, sub record this and make it <laughs> my ringtone. <laughs> I was expecting a little more drastic reaction, but okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just planning that out. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm really happy to hear that. And yeah, no, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I didn't leave the movie at all, being like, man, you know that. If it wasn't for Kristen Stewart, you know, this would have been a pretty decent movie. I can't even like, I can't even envision anyone else playing that role. That's what I was know? worried about too. Like, am I, am I biased because I really like her and it's good yeah. to hear another person's opinion. And... Yeah, I thought she was perfect for it. Like she didn't yeah. have to say a lot. She didn't have to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she, she, that was a good role for her. And the buzz cut works for her. <laughs> yeah. Buzz cut works for her. Like, was there gratuitous skimpy clothes on her? Of course. You well, know I mean, what I mean? it's Every... like Ripley from Alien. Yeah. yeah. You know. Very Ripley-esque. Obviously, her character was definitely modeled after Ripley. I think every yeah. heroine, you know, it's in like sci-fi. Aliens underwater. Yeah, there you go. But she yeah. did well. She did well. Like, I could honestly see her taking over the Ripley role if, if Alien franchise decided to, you know. Reboot? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would, I would be that. on board. Yeah, I would too. Crazily enough, I would, I would, I would be too. I was very pleased with her performance. Um, very pleased. I want to, I want to say first off, I think her performance is outstanding in this movie. <laughs> I mean, no, no. I mean, look, Rick. And what I'm saying is, like, I agree. Like, her character isn't very. It's look. None of right. the characters are very deep here, right? No. Um, no. You no. have barely any dialogue throughout this entire movie. I mean, she she pulls a picture out of, uh, uh, I think her what her husband or boyfriend or fiance or something. I can't remember what it was. Fiance. Fiance. Um, and, you know, obviously some bad things happen. She's very like her character arc basically is she's like, it's good to be cynical because you don't have to hope too much. And that's at the beginning of the movie. And at the end, she is like hopeful ish, <laughs> you know, like it, it's not a very long arc for her. It's, it's a, it's not a difficult one because there's hardly any, any uh, time dedicated to really developing any of the characters, right, for this movie. Um, but, you know, yes, tissue-thin characters. But her performance, I thought, really was excellent given what she had mm -hmm. to work with. And by the way, the dialogue isn't great for this movie, but the, the, the actors do what they have to do with what they But you know what, have, Michael? It's you know? genuine. Yeah, it, okay, sure. I mean, those characters, I mean, yeah, like you said, the dialogue's nothing, you know, it's not like she goes into some 10 minute diatribe where, you know, some amazing, you know, revelation and you're just like, wow, that was great, you know. Mm -hmm. No, it's just like those seem like those are the type of people that and that's how they would speak. Okay. You know, 
I, yeah, yeah, and I feel like that's like you would have that kind of personality down there to somebody who is, you know, suffered a tragedy and doesn't want to, you know, be around many people and just wants to be like yeah. the deepest part of the world. And like, that makes sense to have that kind of personality type down there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. and I, and I want to say too, um, you know, I, I think, uh, like, first off, I, I think that Kristen Stewart has been a really good actress for a long time. Uh, I think the Twilight franchise, and I actually wrote this in my notes, uh, and I'll reactually read this word for word here. Um, I said, uh, Kristen Stewart is the best thing in this movie. I think it's time we start to let the Twilight franchise go and call it precisely what it is an unsightly blemish in an otherwise interesting career thus far. And honestly, if you go back to like mm. pre twilight and sure. you watch some of the movies that she was in like she was in um uh i point a blank speak speak 2000 i think yeah. 2005 uh the, the one cake with, eaters cake eaters the jo- jody foster um uh yeah. panic room what uh, panic room panic, panic room, room. Yep. Yep. was that her in panic room that was her in panic yep. room she was the daughter um yeah wow I forgot. and then you know and then if you look post twilight uh, if you want to see, uh, she got uh, an, the equivalent. I think it was the, was it the, the French, French equivalent of an Oscar of an Oscar for Did Lord Clouds of Sils the, Maria. The, of, the Clouds of Sils Maria. She gives yep. an unbelievable performance in that movie. So I think, in a lot of ways, you kind of have to look at her similar to the way a lot of people now look at Robert Pattinson, because Robert Pattinson came out of Twilight exactly like Kristen Stewart came out of. Twilight, which yeah. everyone was just like, man, th- this thing was a joke, and it really hurt their careers. But you know, when people talk about Robert Pattinson now, a lot of people don't really even think about Twilight anymore because he's given right. some pretty damn good performances since yeah, he's, took in, he's taken some really big risks in his career, and they've paid off. So I look at it kind of like that, where I think she's a really good actress. Yes, there were a few uh, certain ticks that she developed, and I and I think that was probably being completely utterly bored out of her mind in Twilight when she was filming it. Um, but well, I'll be the person who's read all the books and sitting here. But that is the ticks are Bella, and I think she kept those because she just it became a part of her. And now, even like on interviews, she still has those ticks. Yeah. But but this movie, I mean, it, it this is a different character, I think, than than she's played before. And I'll tell you what, she got she got ripped for this movie. I mean that like that opening scene, I almost didn't recognize her because I was like, who's this yeah. character? And it wasn't just the buzz cut or the glasses. It was she looked like she, they, they she tacked on some muscle. I mean, if you go yeah. back and look at that opening scene, I mean, her back and lower back and her upper back. Her shoulders, her arms, those aren't wafer th- those aren't wafer thin arms, folks. She's not like a skinny model, you know, or something right. body in this movie. It looks like she tacked on like twenty pounds of muscle for this mm-hmm. for this role, um, which is you know it's impressive uh, to tack on that kind of muscle. So yeah, I, I I think she's a good actress. I actually enjoy watching her, um, and I think this movie. It's a credit to how good this movie is, uh, the quality that it does have, and that's in part because of her performances, the the main character. Yeah. Um, One day we'll have to uh, 
record a review of uh, Welcome to the Rileys. It was a movie that was like post-Twilight um, that no one ever saw. Yeah. One of James Gandolfini's last movies, and I love that movie. Yeah, mm. I remember that movie. It's really good. Um, all right, so so let's talk about some of the things that we didn't like about this movie, plot-wise or whatever. What were some of your complaints? Um. I didn't like that she had such easy access to the explode button on the whole base. <laughs> <laughs> right. yes, I was no. like, she did nothing. There was no key she needed, no password. Like, awfully convenient, yeah, true. Quick. Yeah. Someone could have a mental breakdown and explode mm. everybody down there. Hey, kid, don't lean on that button. Gee, I hope good thing there's no kids down there. That, that thing would be gone already yeah get a couple kids to go push this push this push this push this button boom dead everyone's gone yeah you could you could you could trip and detonate that sucker yeah yeah i mean i think i think there was a lot i like if you were to watch that movie from start to finish all over we could probably find something every three minutes that'd be like what there's no way this you know what i mean you know this or that could happen and why you know very simple it's a very simple movie you know if you want to call that a weakness you know obviously you know, some people like simplicity, some people don't. But I think, you know, that that could be considered a weakness, I guess. You know, uh, Michael already said something about the lack of character development, you know, and I agree with him. It was, you know, TJ, we, me and Michael were talking pre, prior to the podcast here. We we're saying like TJ's Miller character, he has this stuffed animal. Yeah. What is what is the significance of this stuffed animal? Yeah, like, it's very is, big. And. Yeah, it's just like he has to have it or he has to have it taken care of. And it's like, well, why does he have like a issue? Is it a family member's toy? Is it his kid? Yeah, like, yeah, what's what's up with it? They never explain it at all. The only significance that came of it is that when he handed it off to somebody else because he was going to go through the tight corridors, you immediately know, well, okay, someone else has it. He's going to die. So I'm going to tell you what, though. TJ Miller has the best delivery of like anything. Yeah, he's easily like that dude can say anything, and I'd probably yeah. crack a smile. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he I has some great lines. Yeah, yeah. Like, even if they're not a great line, just like I said, his delivery is just, you know, our lives are effed. You know what I mean? Just like something as simple as that. He just the way he says it, I just chuckle. You know? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. people in the theater, and you know, I'm sitting with my buddy there, and you know, the one that doesn't stand me up at movies. Yeah. And uh, he. Uh, <laughs> Even, you know, he laughed a couple times. So, yeah, and it was all because laugh. of TJ Miller, you know what I mean? And it was a shame to kill TJ Miller off. Yeah, because I was but, like, don't kill the funny one. <laughs> but we knew, we all knew it was going to happen. TJ Miller's yeah. character always gets killed off. Yeah. And the second he yeah. gave that bunny away, I'm like, oh, well, that's it for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You knew he and was, it, ah. it was I knew brutal. he was done. I knew he was done when he was like the third person they saved. I was like, yeah, he's dead. You know? Yeah. He's not. This he movie. Got- Torn out of his suit. Yeah, <laughs> I oh, was like, right. oh. When yeah, his helmet is filled with blood, I'm like, oh. But if you think about it, like, and I was thinking this during the movie, like, fish, fish are brutal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fish are like, yeah, right. Like, there's Even no. Yeah, like there's no. Uh, yeah, there's no like, oh, uh, you know, kindness or anything with fish, man. Like, they're uh, cannibalistic. You know what I mean? They just rip to eat, like. Yeah, like, ugh. I'd be scared of fish that were human size. That's Hell for yeah. sure. Right? Very much Absolutely. so. Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing but, I, I liked about this is that it always went against, 
your typical tropes most of the time. Like mm. when that one guy he like looked at a helmet and you could tell in his eyes like he's worried uh... he's faulty. And then he, next scene is him giving a helmet to Kristen Stewart. You may think, oh, he gave her one, he yeah. gave her the faulty one, but no, he gave it to himself and he died because of that. Yeah. So I was really pleased yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. You know, I mean, that character was, you know. He ended up being like, man, that's too bad. That was a pretty nice dude that did that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, took it on himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was good. I, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, Michael. I mean, I'm I, having I, a hard time really thinking the things I don't like. I, well, look, I'm, this, this movie is kind of cobbled together with like elements from other films, oh, better yeah. films, like The Abyss. Yeah. I don't know if anybody yeah. here has seen The Abyss. Oh, no. Um, what's, what's that? What's, what's The Abyss? What? I've never, I've never heard of that movie. Uh, what? R- Raker's Line. I'm kidding. I was gonna say Raker's, Raker's. <laughs> of course, he's lying. Um, there, see, like I said, tonight was Sarah's last night. She, she just <laughs> suffered from a heart attack. Just tuned right out. Like your opinion's not valid anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I think, it, um, uh, of course it is, Michael. You yeah, know what I mean? I get yeah. it. You know, I knew it when I saw the trailer. I was like, yeah, this movie's part aliens, part abyss, part. You know what I mean? Lovecraft. Kind part, of a hodgepodge, you know, like stitched together. Yeah, kind of a hodgepodge of everything. But <laughs> yeah. in my world, everything cool. Right. Yeah. Um, I want to – would you guys – like I was thinking about a movie. I'm thinking like – I was sitting here and I was thinking like, okay, can I think of a movie kind of similar to this that I think mm-hmm. maybe was a little better? And we actually reviewed a movie called Life. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And I thought yeah, about I it, and, and this is kind of where I want to kind of compare, all right? First yeah. off, I think I think that this movie needed to be about 20 to 25 minutes longer than it, current, than it was. Um, Agreed. And with, like, with life, it had a similarly quick pace. Yeah. But I think in terms of as a screenplay, I think it was constructed much, much better than this, this one was. Yeah, um, I agree. There was a little, a, like a level of clarity with life, right? Uh, not just in I terms think, of the I plot, think... but I think in terms of the characters, there was a clarity there that we don't get. I mean, other than Stewart's character, right? Well, I mean, look at the look at the actors you had in life too. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that Kristen Stewart, you know, I already, you know, said my appreciation for her, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, life had what uh, Ryan Reynolds, who's great, Jake Gyllenhaal, right? who's great. Yeah. Uh, who's that woman? She's a great actress. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. those guys, you could have cut down probably 20 minutes and it still would have been well acted and, you know, fleshed out enough that you'd have been like, oh, you know, was, they did a good job. And like you know? this, yeah. the ending was bad. <laughs> right. I think I think what I liked about this equally, if not more than life, was the fact and I'm kind of a horror movie guy. Mm-hmm. I think this had an element of horror to it yeah. compared to life. You know, right. I think I life was a little more sci-fi-ish mm-hmm. as to where this one's a little more horror-ish. And I think, you know, in this particular movie, I kind of like that element, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Like the most horror scene to me is that scene when uh, Emily and Kristen Stewart and their dragon Smith through the hall the on oh, the outside yeah. towards the door with all the hanging right. arms and hands. Oh, that was cool. When I saw that, I'm like, nope, don't care. We'll die under the water. Would never go through there. <laughs> it was so yeah. creepy. That it was cool. Sense. Yeah, no, I agree. That was cool. But, you know, a scene like that could have been even better if it would have had a little more time. How about it, Mike? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think um, in terms of like the directing, I think uh, was it Chris Eubanks? I think he does uh, a solid ish well, job yeah. here. There are a few shots that I thought were really really good, like the opening scene when the earthquake just happens, and mm-hmm. like that whole thing, like that, like the first thirty to forty seconds are, are really done well. Uh, the scene where. Um, after she is able to get like towards the end, she's able to get inside the one. Um, I don't know which which area she was in, but like she got her suit off, and and like she was like on the ground, and like she was yeah. kind of back backlit. And I thought it it was oh, a very yeah. it was a very well it was a very well composed shot. I thought it looked fantastic. Uh, there was a handful of shots in this movie that I thought were exceptionally well done. But I kept thinking, man, what would this movie look like if it was directed by uh, Danny Villeneuve or mm-hmm. um, David Fincher, you know, or something like that, like a like a true auteur, somebody who could have come in and and just made visual poetry out of this movie, you know, because I think if that if this movie had that kind of visual poetry aspect, you know, like that really amazing just gorgeous visuals uh, i think that wow you know would have done uh wonders to kind of help with the movie overall though i mean i'm not saying you did a bad job it, it does look it's a well overall it's a well shot movie uh, but there was a few shots i really thought stood out well i mean know? it was a little dark you know yeah i mean it kind of had to be they're miles under the you know, in the water. So I wish they'd taken the... more of an advantage of that. Cause there's like, there's a couple scenes where the camera like looks up into the darkness and you feel like just the weight of the d- d- darkness, like on top of them. And if they had a few more moments of that, like, I think that would have been so much better. Cause I mean, you just have like one or two of these and it gives a really creepy effect, especially for like a lot of people have that fear of the ocean and the unknown and, whatnot and that would have created more of that effect you know know what else is a good thing about this movie is it had a finality to it it wasn't one of those movies where you're like oh man can't wait to see the sequel or oh this could happen to make a sequel like it was a start to finish movie it ended Mm -hmm. the way it should end and there you go you know what i mean like i'm getting tired of movies constantly seeking a sequel you know what i mean everything has to be a franchise (laughs) yeah yeah exactly this movie was like okay this is a one, one and done movie, you mm-hmm. know. At least it should be. If it ever, you know, if they do a sequel, I'm sure it's straight to video. But you know, and I, I appreciate that. You know, me personally, I appreciate that. And I honestly think that, uh, like, I know we were talking about a bit how the characters are a bit thin, mm. but I think a lot of the character like background is also physical, like stuff in the background shots that you see, like. Like the opening shot when you're going towards Kristen Stewart, you can see like, you know, a mop that has like this Jaws puppet on it. And it's really cute and just kind of knickknacks that are around the whole like hallways and stuff, which tells you that they've been there for a while. And you have like pictures hanging in the background when she goes into the captain's locker after he dies. Like you get a bit of his background. You know, he had a daughter, died when she was 14. There's a map in the back of his locker that kind of shows he may have known more about this than he let on in the first place. And a I lot of it is very... did a good job. We forgot yeah. to mention that. You know, yes. He did a yes. good job. He did a good yeah. job too. 
But yeah. a lot of the, like the details are in the background, and unless you like look for them, you don't really yeah. know. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. It's a bonus and uh, a fault to it. Depends on how hard you're looking. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, I, I, you know, overall though, like you said, it's it's a fun movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. It's quick. You enjoy the movie for what it is. Um. And like I said, I th- I thought everyone gave it minimum kind of solid performances. Uh, you know, outside of Kristen Stewart, the actors do basically what they need to do. Um, they don't have a lot to work with, so they do as, as best they can and that's really all you can ask for it's, it's it's hard to elevate the material because you don't have really anything to work with you know it's just it's reacting it's you know we're rushing and running and and you know trying not to die and you know helping this character to safety like that kind of thing i mean that makes up a majority of these characters and what they do in the movie there's only a handful of scenes where the characters are actually like talking. It, it's these are very very brief scenes. There's only you know maybe a few minutes um, in between action scenes, or at least scenes where they're on the move that allows there to be any break whatsoever in the action and, and have a chance for some kind of exposition. Um, so they have to do as much as they can within those scenes. Um, which is, is kind of why I wish it was a little longer because it would have been nice to get uh, a few more scenes where they do exposition. I, I don't need exposition dumps necessarily, but they could have, you know, found a way to have a few more scenes that allowed the characters to, without being quite so direct, somehow reveal some of their, of their personality and, uh, you know, just, you know, kind of flesh out, some of the characters a little more because in a movie like this, and, and to be fair, it's a lot of movies that are like this. Um, after the first 20 minutes, you're like, okay, I'm going to write down in order. Who's going to die. <laughs> you're yeah. going to die. Then yeah. it's you. And, and you know, that's just, that's kind of the name of the game with these movies. Um, yeah. But sure. I enjoyed it. I w- yeah. 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 It's, it's hard not to, I think. Yeah. I would have thought Emily was, would have died earlier. I was really impressed that they, kind yeah. of spun that around like yeah. i expected her to make some kind of you know she's the intern this is like her first time down there yeah she's the weakest some, link exactly you know I mean? some panic decision that cost the lives of a few others but no she's the one that pulls through and like conquers her fears and you know saves you know her boyfriend or husband or whatever smith was to her and so i like that they didn't you know another thing that wasn't a trope you know she didn't end up killing people she ended up being the one that saves the people Right. Yep. Right. And like the um the body in the tight hallway where it was right. uh, still warm. So you of course you're thinking like, oh, that body is gonna grab somebody. It's gonna be one of those jump scares, but it never happens. Uh, right. So I was pleased with that too. Yep. So yes, little things like that, like where they didn't take the easy jump scare that I appreciate. Right. But yeah, I think we about talked about everything. All right. Yeah. Um. So let let's get down to the grading. Um, so again, for, for people that uh, might be listening to their first episode in a while, uh, or maybe your first episode ever, uh, we, we for years, uh, we've been doing a grading system where we were grading everything based on breaking it down into criteria. We would have the grades for script and directing and acting and everything else. 
special effects and all that stuff, and we would add everything up, and that was your grade. Uh, but we've decided to simplify the grading process now. Uh, the reason being, uh, I just found that uh, there were a lot of movies that would have certain grades would really raise the overall overall score of a movie well past, I think, what, what we thought it probably really deserved. Special effects can yep. make a mediocre movie look a lot better, put it that way. Exactly. Um, which, you know, isn't really uh, fair if the script is, is terrible. Um, so ultimately now we're going to give grades, uh, that are just simply out of 10. You can go up by increments of 0.1. So therefore, uh, that's just a single score. We, uh, throw average, uh, average, add up our three scores. We average it out and that's the freaking geek score. So, uh, Sarah, give me your grade for underwater i gave underwater a 7.4 and i think that's pretty fair because you know while it has some really great moments that we've talked about and some good cast work like we said there is some you know the characters are a little thin there is just like the big creature at the end was a disappointment to me at least i think they didn't go the right direction with that uh, so it's got pros and cons. So I think a 7.4 is about where I feel it sits. All right. Raker? I gave it a little higher. I gave it a 7.6. Um, this strikes me as a movie of it is what it is. You know what I mean? It was meant to just strictly be fun. Okay. Uh, a nice uh, homage to multiple genres, patchwork, as Michael mentioned earlier. But, you know, it's strictly in my wheelhouse. So maybe I'm a little biased and giving it a little <laughs> higher than what, you know, Definitely than what the critics <laughs> would give it, mm-hmm. but no, I just I just enjoyed it, you know, enough to, you know, give it seven point six. Happy with it. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those movies that you might you know in the year like just throw on to have on and yeah, kind of watch it a few times. It's like it, like it kind of has like a descent quality to it. Yeah, you, you know. just pull it out every once in a while because there's some really like great things about it yeah. not everything but a few right, great yeah, things yeah. <laughs> um i i gave it I'm, I'm a little harsher here um I know. he's our right. resident crump <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, right. that's me uh 6.4 for this movie um i pretty much agree with everything you guys said uh, i just i think that um you know they probably could have done a little better job with the script uh, movie could have been longer. I think pretty much everything that I've said, and uh, if they'd have maybe done a few more re like reworking uh, of the script, just a few more passes at it, uh, beefed up some of the dialogue, maybe some of the interactions revealed more of the character in the characters. Um, Cause you know, you have to care about them. I mean, it's, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to care about them when, well, there's nothing to care about, you know, like, they just suddenly become people that get picked off, and, and <laughs> that's not a lot of fun. Yeah. Sometimes um, the real world's like that, Michael. Huh? What? Sometimes that's the way the real world is. I, I, the, yeah, it's just just people get picked off, right? And, and right. There's no depth, and no depth to their <laughs> character, their personality. Right. Um, yeah, come on, they're under. They're six miles under the water. Come on. That's right. I know they are. So look, I, I think overall it's a fun movie. Uh, it's enjoyable yeah. when you watch it. 
Uh, it may not be a movie you think a whole lot about uh, you know, within an hour, maybe. I don't know. But, you know, you, you do enjoy the time that you have when you actually watch it. So, and I had fun. And I thought, like I said, I thought Kristen Stewart's performance was good. Yeah. And the the character worked. You know, it's almost like too bad it wasn't released in 2017. It might have propelled her to do something you know what I mean? A little yes. different or something, you know? Might have gotten her into the spotlight a little more. Yeah. Um, in a positive yeah. light. <laughs> or maybe into a different genre. You know, maybe she became a scream queen. You know what I mean? Like a. That would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, but anyway. So, yeah, if any right. directors are listening to us, cast her in your horror movies, please. Yeah. Definitely. And not as the chick that dies in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep her alive for a little bit. Or, or. Yeah. Or is the or is the chick that dies in the first ten minutes? Because then she could pull a Drew Barrymore from Scream. True. Uh, totally throw you Random. off. Right. Uh, all right. So if we add up all the all the grades, uh, the score for this is a seven point one. Um, I actually think that's pretty fitting for for a movie like this. Somewhere in the I think the high six point eight to seven point two. I think is a good range for this movie. Um, so seven point one it is. Yeah, I think it deserves it. Like, that's fair. I mean, we all yeah. have very differing opinions. Some of us favor it a little more. Some of us not so much. But uh, yeah, like it's it's not a a movie that's gonna make waves. <laughs> but, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those fun monster movies. Yeah, agreed. All right, everyone. That's it for this review of Underwater. Hopefully you, in, you enjoyed it. And if you haven't seen it, um, well, you're totally spoiled now. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you did see it, you know, hopefully this uh, this review, you found our comments to be fun, interesting. Maybe you agreed. Maybe you disagreed completely. Uh, but let us know right into the podcast at freakinggeeksmedia at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, tell us what you thought of Underwater. Um, all right, that's it. So, uh, everyone say goodbye, Sarah. Have a good night, everybody. All right. Rager. See ya. All right. <laughs> Rager's like, yes, let's, let's, let's classy. Let's, like, like, I'm half asleep already. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know what to say. Like, see, I don't, I don't even know what movie I'll be up for next. So yeah, we'll figure that out. So, all right, everyone. Uh, yep. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Freaking Geeks podcast. Be sure to visit FreakingGeeks.com as well as our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash FreakingGeeks for more great content. Also, please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes. Trust us, it really helps. If you'd like to write into the podcast and share your thoughts and ask questions, you can do so by sending your email to freakinggeeksmedia at gmail.com. You can contact Michael on Twitter using at Michael underscore Lanage. You can contact Sarah on Twitter using at Labyrinth Rose or at Freak Geeks. <laughs>